the network for the AV industry. What are you listening to? This. This is AV. This. This. This is AV Nation. This is AV Nation. This is an AV Nation special. My name is Tim Albright. I am your host. We headed to Crestron Masters 2019, talking with integrators, programmers, and designers, as well as a number of Crestron instructors. Today's conversation is with Jimmy Vaughn talking about Crestron in the unified communication space. We started by asking Jimmy, where do you see Crestron in the UC space? Crestron is a leader in UC, in my mind right now. Um, we disrupted the UC industry with Mercury. Okay. Uh, and we sort of made a splash with that. Um, for the past three years I've been coming here and I've been teaching Mercury. Um, and it's, it's a programmer's uh, world here at Masters. It's not, it's not sort of the integrators. But the programmers were an integral part to, to get on board with Mercury. Um, and the reason why is because uh, they have to do systems above and beyond Mercury. The idea with Mercury was that it satisfies sort of the lower pyramid of, of huddle spaces, um, where we have not been getting business for years. Um, people would put in a phone, or they might put in nothing, or they might just put in like a job or puck or something like that. Um, it's a low-cost sort of small space, but now with, with something like Mercury, you can just drop this in. You get digital signage, you get front of room display, you get air media, you get the ability to actually call and uh, do SIP dialing. So this is this is a product that can satisfy that space for a relatively low-cost solution. So yeah. You've also introduced um, the, the integrators, your customers, into a, a new space or a space that they may not have, have been capitalizing on. How has that education been going? It's been going, it, it's, it's been effective. It's, it's sort of hard to get some people to understand that that's a space that they were not capitalizing on. Some people come back to us and they say, well, you're, everything that you're doing is, is configuration-based. And the truth is, it's not configuration-based. The truth is that it's there, and it's there for the scalable system. If you look at our, our flex systems, our flex systems are, are sort of lined up to even go in the lower solution spaces um, than Mercury with the phones. Um, so you get all the range of every space that you want to do in an, in an enterprise, all the way from the desk, all the way up to the largest of uh, conference rooms or auditoriums. And those large spaces, those conference rooms and auditoriums, they can't be satisfied with a configurable solution. They have to be customized. And why? Because every space is different in there. But for the lower end, and even the middle sometimes, I can satisfy every single space with a configurable system. But those high end is where the custom programmers come into play. And how do you get a, 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 an integrator who's been doing custom solutions for 20 years, for 30 years, to wrap their head around the idea of solving all the problems, right? Not just going after the, the custom job, but saying, you know what, you can have the custom job, but also have, you know, all these other uh, huddle spaces. The big thing that we've been doing is sort of introducing them to the idea of, of what Microsoft and other IT solutions have been doing for years. We're not inventing this, but we're helping to lead these uh, sort of these discussions and these abilities of our integrators to understand that there's services like XIO Cloud that can be a service that's sort of delivered to the customer. So Mercury has every single setting inside of XIO Cloud. So what does that enable an integrator to do? Well, I'm not just dropping this unit off and then, hey, I'm walking away. 
what if there's a monthly service contract along with XIO Cloud for them to actually service these rooms and above and beyond the service on-call contract that they have of, oh, we'll react in this amount of time or so on and so forth. What if they could do things remotely and they don't have to roll a truck? Because they can look inside of XIO Cloud and they can do, they can do small configurations or, or manipulations inside of that service. Um, I, I used it before today. I, I sort of hinted to another publication that uh, this is nothing new. The alarm business has been giving away free equipment for years. And what do they live on? Just the monthly service contract. And why? Because that's something that's actually attainable right now and can make them money. Services like Zoom and services like Microsoft 365, no longer do you pay $200 for your, uh, uh, your office suite. Yeah. You are now paying a monthly service fee. So this kind of model is where everybody's going. It's CapEx versus OpEx. It's the traditional way, and our integrators have to sort of look at that and say, hey, maybe a small and medium, medium business doesn't want to sort of purchase a ten dollars or $20,000 conference room. Well, now you can offer them something for a lower-cost solution, but there's the monthly service fee on the back of it. So it's, it's something that we've, we've sort of been teaching, advising, sort of leading people into. Um, we don't offer that as, hey, you have to go into this space, but it's something that we've seen um, more of the, uh, the successful integrators start to shift their business away from, I am 100% programming, to, hey, I'm offering services and I'm offering solutions uh, uh, that I can actually advise on. Right. You, you said that, that you feel that, that Crestron is leading the UC space. Um, I want you to explain that because it, it, you guys are, are, are relatively new into it. Correct. So how can you, you already say that you're leading? Well, if you look at XIO Cloud, which is the, the sort of the partner um, product to Mercury. Um, XIO Cloud was this year honored by Microsoft um, for IoT Partner of the Year. Yeah. Um, now that comes with a very, very large sort of qualification to what XIO Cloud is. Th when you think about um, IoT, that's one of the buzzwords that's in the sort of sphere of uh, venture capital funding and things like that. So there's a lot of companies out there that are vying for that uh, IoT Partner of the Year, but we we sort of worked with Microsoft and they saw the capabilities that we have in XIO Cloud. Um, a lot of companies sort of in the UC space, they're now coming up to what XIO Cloud was a couple of years ago. Remember, we've been working with Microsoft for almost five years on this product. Um, we actually reshaped the way that Azure, um, the IoT stack was actually done. Uh, early on, there wasn't a use case uh, for the IoT cloud to actually have a backwards path from the cloud back to the product. They had a very, very small amount of data that could be shared that way. And it's because they didn't have a use case for it. So we actually worked with the Microsoft IoT uh, team and we actually showed them the use case from XIO Cloud back to the device for configuration files, for data, for uh, even what's coming in, uh, in the next couple of months, which is the ability to actually look at like the TSW screen and know that the TSW screen is showing something good. That kind of data going back and forth to the cloud is something that they didn't have on their roadmap. But we were the ones that sort of gave them the use cases. We worked with them and they actually uh, changed the way that the, the data actually works. So when you look at somebody like Microsoft, uh, sort of giving an award to a company like Crestron, they know where we are and they know where we're coming. All of Microsoft's conference rooms across the campus have been using Fusion uh, and XIO Cloud and the, the Crestron solutions for years. So it's, it's good to sort of see that we're getting the recognition. But yes, we are, we are the leaders in UC at this point. Okay. 
You, you mentioned a couple of, of your partnerships so far. I'm going to go down a couple of them. Uh, you guys have developed products for Skype for Business. Correct. You developed products for Teams. You've got products for uh, Zoom. What are we going to see from Crestron when it comes to some of these other partnerships in the next couple of months? There's going to be announcements of uh, multiple partners at, at Infocom time. Okay. Um, that's one of the embargoes I can't talk about. <laughs> I was yelled at before for telling a couple of people some things, but yeah, I can't. I can't really talk about it. But you'll, you're going to see. You're going to see more partners announced at Infocom. There's okay. uh, there's some things. Um, contracts have been signed, so we're at that stage. Okay. Um, development has is in the infancy, but by Infocom, you'll see that uh, we have a bunch of partners actually coming out to flex, and that's that sort of leads towards the excitement that we've done um, with the with the even outside of the AV world. Yeah. Um, a lot of these larger companies are coming to us and saying, we want to be a part of that flex experience. You guys have been going to Enterprise Connect for a few years now. Talk for a second to integrators who maybe have heard of the show but, but not ever attended. or, or Explain the difference between the, the, the environment there, the atmosphere at that show, let's say, versus ISC or Infocom. Yeah, at ISC and Infocom, you get you get a large range of people that are sort of coming to the booth and coming. You get everybody from the installer all the way up to the C-level at a lot of times. Yeah. Um, that C-level doesn't always attend an ISE or something like that because it's too big of a show. They, they like the intimacy that Enterprise Connect sort of offers, and that's really where they want to go. So uh, John Otterson actually said it perfectly on the Diamond panel this week where he actually said, he was surprised. It was one of the first times that he went to Enterprise Connect this year, and every conversation that he had was a C-level executive. Wow. And his, uh, his title that he has of uh, a solutions architect was the engaging factor that actually brought people up to him and uh, started to talk to him. So it, it's, it's the kind of thing where you really get the decision makers at Enterprise Connect, and that's who really goes. Remember, Enterprise Connect was focused really on phones. Uh, for the longest time, and yeah. now they're into the UC space, but they are a very specialized um, uh, sort of uh, solution that, that everybody sort of attends. If you look at it, um, Microsoft announces things at Enterprise Connect and Ignite. Yeah. So if you can put the power behind where a behemoth like Microsoft is making, making product announcements, only at those two shows you get the sense of what Enterprise Connect to a lot of people. All right. uh, wrap up here. Um, if you're talking to somebody who has either never been to Masters or hasn't been for a while, why, would, why should they come? Masters is, is great. I've been with Crashon for 17 years. Um, so I've been through all of the Masters classes. I think I've been teaching for almost 15 years now or something. I, I, you know, we did it when it was back in 15 Volvo, and then yeah. we did sort of external stuff, and we've been doing it a lot. And one of the things that, that is sort of engaging here is... Um, you know, I'm part of the product team at, Cre at Crestron, uh, and I get to make decisions about where we go, what we do. Um, you know, ultimately, there's there's boards of people that sort of go through and, and make the ultimate decisions. But you're meeting a lot of the people that are sort of pitching the ideas and making the roadmap for how we do things in the future. Um, and those are the people that are teaching these classes. Yeah. So, I come with an aggressive enthusiasm to talk to these these people every year. I come here. I ultimately, I, I get a lot of complaints, and I don't mind the complaints. I, I like the feedback because I missed something, yeah. or you didn't do it this way, or you didn't do it this way. doesn't mean that they're right. doesn't mean that I'm right. I like people coming up and giving their honest opinion. One of the things that you, you see a lot when you're sort of in this industry, when you make a good product, people are afraid to actually give you their honest opinion. But 
I enjoy the honest opinion. And here, these guys are not afraid to actually give you the honest opinion. A lot of these guys have been here for a number of years, 10, 12, 15 years, and you, you establish relationships with yep. them. They have my email address. Those are the kind of people that, yeah, I have an honest interaction with, but it's the new people that are just coming into the industry and sort of coming up and going through that programming ranks. They may have a perspective that none of us ever thought of. And that's what you get here at Masters, is you get the guys that have been here for all 18 years, all the way through to, uh, uh, to the new people that are coming in. And when you're teaching the class, one of the ways that I teach, I say, I am teaching from this PowerPoint, but I want everybody to have an interaction. If you see a slide that you have a question about, or you're not comfortable with the direction that we're going, please, let's have a discussion about it. And I do get some animated people in the class from time to time, but it's, it's, it's something that's really, you get to talk to us who's, who's actually making decisions and doing things. Thank you, Jimmy. For AV Nation, you can find us at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv. You'll find this program as well as a host of others, including our monthly look at marketing and communications, education, and control programming. All that and more at avnation.tv. That's avnation.tv.